0: Welcome to the Yellow Balloons podcast. The beginning of any new endeavor can be challenging. There are unique practices, new language, and so many questions about the way things are supposed to work. This newness can be tricky to navigate, and sometimes downright frustrating. In this series, we'll focus on addressing questions that people who are new to Christianity or are just starting to engage with Scripture might have. We hope these conversations will inspire and encourage you to more fully participate in the kingdom of God. Modern politics are full of many traps, landmines, historical abuses, and confusion. It sometimes seems best to avoid politics altogether. The Bible, however, does not advocate for apathy in the world's political process. It encourages us to discern, influence, and learn from the imperfect institutions that make mankind what it is. Discerning how to engage with politics is not about choosing sides in a war of political parties, It is about discerning how to operate within society in a way that honors God.
1: So, you know, Tim, we see a lot of apathy in America in Mm -hmm. politics, right? Yeah. And we know there are statistics out there in polling that's been done. A lot of Christians don't vote. Mm -hmm. I think some of them just apathy, but I think some of them because of this idea that, you know, well, I'm a Christian. I shouldn't be involved in politics. It's a dirty deal. So what would you say to people who have now become Christians or have been Christians forever and they don't vote? Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, we, we, we are delegated the responsibility uh, as we the people for governance in America. So if you abdicate that responsibility by not voting, then uh, I, th- I think you, th- there's a stewardship of accountability that you're, that you're going to have to answer for. So that's a bad idea, number one, I would say. Number two, the most important vote you have is in the primary election. The primary is where the candidates are nominated, and 85% of districts are um, one-party districts. Either the Democrat or the Republican is gonna win no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so if you have the ability to uh, influence who that nominee is, and you may or may not, it kinda depends on your circumstances, if you have that ability, it's a really good idea to use that ability uh, because that's where the biggest influence right. has. And we're talking about, I think, a little bit of study, uh, maybe asking an opinion, being willing to be called for jury duty. Some, some of the reason people don't register to vote is because they don't want to do jury duty. Well, that means I don't want Christians making the justice decisions. I want <laughs> non-Christians. Exactly Again, opposite. N- not ways. a good idea. Right. You know, right. it's, it's like we all need to step up, bear one another's burdens. You know, we all need to step up and do our role. So I, I actually think it's a really, really important uh, part of stewardship and something that uh, every citizen ought to do uh, as a minimum. And beyond that, you know, how, how, much, um, how much you do, I think, is a matter of calling. And th- then in terms of, well, I've got two bad choices. Well, you're choosing between two humans. So it's always going to have two bad You're choices. You're going to you in the sense of Jesus won't be on the ballot. Okay? Now eventually he's going to take over the government and we can look forward to that. In the meanwhile, we're going to have to settle. And so the more Christians that are involved that are that are saying uh, I'll at least I'll at least honor what is said to be honored. Right. And then I will uh, and then I will hold that person accountable in some way. Uh, how can you, how can that not be improving our communities?
1: Yeah, I think that's really important. I remember discussions you and I had early on in my faith walk, and we are talking about uh, I came across Romans 13 mm-hmm. and that we're supposed to obey the governing authorities. Mm-hmm. I was very bothered by that. <laughs> I'm by nature a rebel, mm-hmm. and I don't really like the governing authorities, especially, for example, right now in this country at the national level. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, why, I don't. I don't want that. And I know I don't get a choice about which scriptures that I'm supposed to follow and not Mm -hmm. follow. It's not a pick and choose. And so you and I start talking about that. And I think people misinterpret Romans 13 because the governing authorities are the governing authorities in a given time, in a given place. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's different from time to time. In Caesar's day, Caesar was the law. Right. Mm -hmm. There's always God's law, first of all, which is Mm -hmm. always above Yep. the governing authorities on earth. Yep. So that's important to remember when, when the governing authorities law is inconsistent with God's law, well, then we don't necessarily follow along with the governing authorities on earth. But you and I had a discussion about, you asked me this question. You said, well, who are the governing authorities in the United States mm-hmm. of America? And my first thought was, well, it's the president, g- President. Mm-hmm. it's Congress or it's mm-hmm. the Supreme court. Maybe those mm-hmm. are the governing authorities in the United States. And you said, yeah, that's not correct. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was a little taken aback. I thought about it, it's, it's we the people, really, mm-hmm. right? We, we are the sovereign authority in the mm-hmm. United States of America, and we loan that power out via elections yep. mm-hmm. to people who serve in these offices. Uh-huh. And so, I, at first I had said, well, look, if we're supposed to follow the governing authorities, this, this was kind of an aha moment for me where I was completely wrong if we're supposed to listen to the governing authorities and the people are the governing authorities and people in Washington DC don't do what we tell them to do, they're in big trouble, right? In God's eyes, like God's looking at them going, people want you to do something, you're not doing something. That's true in a lot of cases by polling, Mm -hmm. right? The people in DC don't do what the vast majority of people in the country want them to do. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, so there's judgment on them for that. Mm -hmm. And you said, "Mm, not really, Mm -hmm. that's not really true. it was really baffling to me, and you said, well, if we have the power, mm-hmm. if we're the governing authority, and we, as Christians, continue to allow them to do that stuff that we think is bad, mm-hmm. that we think is not in accord with the Bible and biblical principles, then who's in trouble? Yeah. And it was a real realization for me. Well, if I don't participate, if I don't hold them accountable, if I'm not voting, mm-hmm. if I'm not doing everything I can to make them walk the walk according to Christian principles, then it's on me. Mm-hmm. Like it's self-governance, right? Yeah. And that's the way God set it up. And especially here in the United States of America, it's on us.
2: Well, and we tend to focus on uh, national politics because it's in the news. But the, arguably, the most important politics is the one down the street from you as a neighbor. You've got your neighborhood, maybe, maybe you have your neighborhood organizations. Uh, maybe it's uh, some sort of a, Uh, Co op to to share security. Uh, You've got your um, local schools, and they may be public, they may be private. They all have governing structures that you can participate in. Uh, You've got your um, precinct governments and your, I mean, the the local government, very few people participate in local government.
1: Yeah, and it has a lot of power over the things that affect your daily life.
2: Absolutely. And so, and most of those are nonpartisan. And so you can, I mean, they're officially nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what team everybody's on, typically, that gets involved. But, yeah, there's, there's plenty of opportunities to make, a, make positive impact. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of states have like, or, or, or cities have like uh, different governing boards for things like parks and, and uh, zoning. Zoner districts. And, what is it? Water, districts, water districts agricultural districts yeah i mean there's there's many many opportunities to get involved and it requires a little bit of brand, a little bit of education and and then it requires some time but everybody's got 168 hours in a day and i would say how much you know make, make a make, here's the challenge i would make take one week and write down everything you do that week and one hour increments or 15 minute increments, but just a lot of
1: empty time in there.
2: And then then ask yourself, okay, what of that time would I be willing to give up to make my country, my state, my city, my neighborhood a better place? And I'll bet you there's some screen time something
1: <laughs> You gonna tell me I can't
2: watch a baseball game whenever I want, or I might have to miss a football game or something? Yeah, or or maybe uh, you know a sitcom or something right. like. Yeah, you know, I bet you there's some time in there that you right. can you can fit that in. Maybe 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 instead of watching the two and a half hour baseball game, you can watch the 18 minute YouTube summary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so in summary, basically what we're saying I think is. First of all, you can't separate your Christian life from anything in your That's life, right. right? So politics is no different than that. That means if you're if you're going to engage in politics, then you engage in politics as a Christian because you bring your faith with you everywhere right. you go. And number two is, as a Christian, you really ought to be involved in what we traditionally consider as politics. It's our obligation to be salt and light in the world. It's our obligation to uh, obey the governing authorities. We are the governing authorities in America. So we need to participate in all that. So I would say the good news is from my perspective is not only can you, but you should participate in politics as a Christian and governmental politics, other politics you're going to do no matter what.
2: Well, and then I would say you should, you should participate constructively. That's fair. And you could, should participate constructively. So in other words, don't do it like you see it being done that you don't like. Go in and do it in a way that is lo- a love your neighbor, self-governing way. Right. That is part of your sanctification process, but do that in the governmental politics, state, local, national. Um, I should have said it local, state, national, uh, and do it in office politics, family politics and in family church. politics and in church politics. Be, be a love-your-neighbor person with these self-governing principles, which, as an advertisement, we teach in the Servant Leadership Toolkit, which is basically the uh, translating the parables that involve agriculture and sheep into modern language, uh, which is mostly business and psychology language. Um, well, if you do that then you're you're bringing you're bringing your walk into everything you do because you're interacting with with other people. How can you do love your neighbor and isolate yourself from all your neighbors? can't it doesn't make any sense. And when Jesus talked about you know the answered the question "Who's my neighbor?" he had a real interesting answer: the person you have to step over <laughs> <laughs> But what if I don't like the person I have to step over? They're still your neighbor. You're stepping right. over them. Okay, so well, who are your neighbors? Well, it's all the people in Brooklyn that you live around. It's all the people in Midland I live around. It's the people in my office. It's the, it's the people you interact with. Right. And you're in that political world. So you're, you're not, we're both uh, highly involved in politics. You're only peripherally involved in politics. As you listen to all this, what thoughts are coming into your mind?
3: I mean, a lot of different things. I, I think the thing for me, especially loving New York and feeling a sense of calling coming to New York, the comments you guys talking about in terms of getting involved at a local level and in our neighborhood, there's some great uh, things happening in our, like, Brooklyn neighborhood, and, and it's amazing how much you can impact that, how, how much you can get involved by just going to, like, you know, town hall meetings or, or just mm-hmm. hearing things out. and uh, So I... Yeah, I think, you know, I, I, am prob- I probably fall, historically in my life, fall under the category of people are just so frustrated by what they see and mm-hmm. the national political scope. Um, but I, I think, you know, you, you guys are right. It's, you know, as a Christian, you, we don't get the luxury of opting out of any real arena of life. We've got a. We've got to commit to uh, being involved and in representing the kingdom of God as best we can. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we have this false narrative that, like, that means I've got to do it. I've got to do it the way I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. And as you said, there we represent the kingdom of God. We bring the light with us, so mm-hmm. there we have an opportunity to step in and to to do something and to do it in a different way, a better way.
2: I, I think what we should hope for is that. Every political party, uh, no, state, local, national, ends up being so infiltrated by uh, the notion, the biblical notions of self-governance, that they start competing for power. Right. What limited power, the substantially reduced amount of power <laughs> that they have,
1: based on biblical notions,
2: based on who can who can best posture themselves to at least pretend to do the biblical motions, and then create a path of least resistance where the best thing for them to do to hold that power is to actually do those things. Right. And That's what we ought to be working for. It's I an think, excellent prayer. <laughs> it's an excellent prayer.
0: Thanks for listening to the Yellow Balloons Podcast. If you want more information on adopting a God-centered perspective, visit our website at yellowballoons.net. And if you have any questions related to what you just heard, we would love to hear from you. Please email us at contact at yellowballoons.net. Thanks for listening.